1: strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the
2: Messiah, the Son of God. Good evening to you. Bless the Lord and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley.
3: And my name is June.
2: Hi, everyone. It's good to be with you as we start another week of broadcasting and we are going going to continue on the subject of the fear of God. So let's call this part two concerning the fear of God. It's a very, very important subject, and it's vital to realize that the fear of the Lord or the fear of God appears around 300 times in Scripture. And we know what fear means. It's something that will put some fright in us. We see a danger coming, and that is true. But many times when the fear of God is used, it's a Hebrew word, yoreh, And while it means fear, it also means reverence. How much do we revere God? And we need to have the reverence of God in us because it opens the door for us to participate in the Lord in an intimate and in a life-changing way. We will review some of the scriptures that we shared in the past, but first we're going to look at some scriptures that we have not mentioned to you because we want to begin that week, this week so you could see the scope and the areas that open up to us when we live in the fear and the reverence of God, and you might say Solomon, when he wrote Ecclesiastes, summed up everything at the close of Ecclesiastes in verse twelve, verse, uh, chapter twelve, verse thirteen: "Fear God and keep His commandments," and that 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 was the sum total of all Ecclesiastes.
3: And it says. Before that, the end of the matter is fear God and keep his commandments. And if we live every day with remembering the Lord and asking him to help us and submitting our lives to him, allowing him to live his life in and through us, if we're born again, He's alive in us. Yes, Lord. Then we will be transformed by the Spirit of God and will be his witnesses.
2: Amen. And we're going to see, in fact, Junie, that verse, fear God and keep his commandments, gives us a clue. What's the nature of people who fear the God, uh, fear God? One is that he'll keep the commandments of God. We see in Exodus chapter 18, Moses' father-in-law gave him this counsel. He said to Moses, you shall select from all the people able men such as fear fear God, men of truth, hating covetousness, and place them over to be rulers of thousands, rulers over hundreds, rulers over fifties, and rulers over 10. So here again, it's important to see that if we fear God, we're gonna be able if we're in leadership positions in the church of God, we should fear God, we shall speak the truth, we shall not be covetous. So again, when we look at some of these verses, we'll understand what the character of people should be if they fear the Lord. Staying in Exodus, let's go to Exodus 20, 20, chapter 20, verse 20. And Moses said to the people, do not fear, for God has come to test you that his fear may be before you so that you may not sin. Again, what is that saying? If we really revere God the way we should, we will not sin.
3: And we see, Shelley, that in Jeremiah 31, 31, the new covenant in which we live when we're born again and believe that Jesus is the Son of God and our Messiah, and the Prince of Peace, and the Savior of the world. In the new covenant, he gives us a new heart, and he puts his law within our heart, within our new heart. And it's not like the law that was written on stone in which he gave to Moses, but it's the same instructions, the Torah, and why does he put that on our heart? It says that we might not sin against him. So if we really take that uh, verse to heart, we are seeing that if we sin, it's not against a brother or sister, our country or whatever. It's against God. Yes. And it really is a humbling and fearful thing to sin against God. Really. And in this generation, with all the laws that go against God's Torah and instruction, it's huge because to live and walk and have our being in the Messiah can cost us our life. And it really is a cost to live in Christ.
2: Amen, amen. In Leviticus chapter 24, verse 17, we read these words. You shall not oppress one another, but you shall fear your God. I am the Lord your God. Deuteronomy chapter 5, verse 29. Oh, that they had such a heart in them that they would fear me and always keep all my commandments, that it might be well with them as well as with their children. Again, if we are living in the fear of God, in the reverence of God, it will not just affect us, but it will affect our children as well.
3: And to really see that in the New Testament, It was in Acts 15 when there was a huge discussion with Apostle Paul who became the apostle to the Gentiles, to the nations, that the nations were not uh, under that same law as Israel, but that they should uh, not fornicate, and they should not eat blood, which was passed around to all the leaders that uh, and all the churches that existed at that time. But the only righteous one who can keep all the commandments is the Lord himself. And if we're born again, he lets us know in our inner man when we do something wrong, and if we walk stubbornly or hard-heartedly, like Israel did, and we were warned in the book of Hebrews not to live like unbelieving Israel, if we continue to do that, we too will come to a place where our hearts will get hard. So it's so important, whether you're from a Jewish background, or a Gentile background. In the Messiah, there's neither Jew nor Greek, bond nor free, male or female. And yet, there are places in God's eyes, according to his word, a place for a female, a place for a male. And if a Jew becomes a believer, he doesn't become a Gentile. And if a Gentile becomes a believer... You don't become a Jew, and it's written in the book of Romans, which Paul tried to exhort us all to be one in the Messiah and walk in the Spirit of God.
2: Lord, Lord, Lord. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 24. And the Lord commanded us to observe all these statutes, to fear the Lord our God, for our good always, that he might preserve us as it is this day. Staying in Deuteronomy chapter 10, verse 12. And now, Israel, what does the Lord your God require of you but to fear the Lord your God, to walk in all his ways and to love him, to serve the Lord your God with all your heart And with all your soul.
3: And we see in Ephesians, Shelley, uh, I think it's chapter 4, that we all who are not of Israel, when we come to the knowledge of Jesus, we enter into the commonwealth of Israel. So that's not just for... Jews, that's for all believers of all nations, as well as Jews who come to know the Lord.
2: You know, Junie, as we go through these verses, I'm realizing that's not something that we should add on to our life, but the fear of the Lord is really a way to live. It's, it's, this, this is so necessary to be a delight in God's heart. So the characteristics of those who fear the Lord is really it's not just a, a, another law that we have to do this it's a way to live day in and day out
3: and the way one knows if we're really walking with God and living like that really is how we speak what do we put our hands to What do we allow our eyes to see? And the thought life, are we living in our own mind? Or have we cried out for the mind of the Messiah, the mind of Christ, which is a promise to all who are born again? Really?
2: Maybe we'll close with this verse, Junie. It's Deuteronomy 13, verse 4. You shall walk after the Lord your God and fear him, and keep his commandments, and obey his voice. You shall serve him, hold fast to him. Again, it really is a description of the way we should live. Again, it's not just do this, do that. God is showing us that the fear of God, the reverence of God, is something he requires of us. And why, why is he doing it? Because he says in one of the verses we just read, Deuteronomy 6.24, it's for our good always. And that trait is going to carry over to our children, and you will see another verse, as well as our grandchildren. So it's an appeal from God which we should easily embrace. So, Lord, what? We, we thank you, Lord. We bless your name and ask, Lord, that Junie and I, as well as our listeners, will take this to heart and really live with that healthy fear, a godly fear of the Lord which really is revering you from the heart. We pray this in Yeshua's holy name. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening.
1: If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784.